welcome to Cowboy Ed, where we saddle up and we ride all over the educational landscape and find topics that are important to talk about that just generally make the ride better, make education better. How you doing, Maya? Doing really well. How about you? You know, I, I'm doing, we're riding right into a new year and it's, it's, we've got so many big things and, and so many great things to talk about. And, and hopefully, you know, education is, you know, it's all going the right direction. But today we're, I'm really excited about this conversation because not every day do we get to have a conversation about something that just feels like it was made to go with Cowboy Ed. So we've got a wonderful guest from the governor's office in Lachelle Brandt to talk to us about the governor's ride initiative. What what could be better than the ride initiative to go with Cowboy Ed? Lachelle, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you, James. We're just going to, I'm going to give the easiest question right out of the gate for you. So to all of our listeners out there that maybe have not heard of the ride initiative uh, by, by the governor, just give us that Give us that little snapshot of what exactly that is. The governor launched the ride last year in May of 2021, and he appointed nine members, um, all volunteers interested in education, but not necessarily tied to any education association. And the members included representatives from business, parents, former educators, and current and former legislators. And he charged them with going out and gathering information from those closest to education to think about how we might reimagine from the ground up our education system. Well, I am really excited about this initiative and innovation is one of my passions. So I'm excited to see what this can develop for Wyoming education. I noticed on the website for the RIDE initiative that there's an opening quote by the governor, and it states that Wyoming's future and education are intertwined, and we face challenges to stay competitive as a state. So I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about the challenges that Wyoming's facing and your vision for how education's role can help the success of Wyoming. Sure, thank you for that question, Maya. The last few years, as you're aware, have been very tumultuous um, for Wyoming. We've weathered a global pandemic, uh, a crash in our energy prices, an oil price war, and accompanied by soaring inflation. Wyoming's core industries and natural resources have been hit extremely hard. And these are the very industries that have long supported funding our education system. I think you'll agree that our students in Wyoming are our most precious resource and the economic future rests solely in their hands. And education will play a critical role in weathering the storms of the future and ensuring that Wyoming's not left behind as as the world moves forward. Uh, Our education system must provide our students with skills and knowledge to not only support those core industries that are so important to the state, but also those sectors that we have identified and will know to be important for the future. For example, things like digital and tech, advanced manufacturing and healthcare, just to name a a few. 
And the system must produce lifelong learners, entrepreneurs, and a skilled, educated, nimble workforce so that our students leave prepared to be successful in an ever-changing work, social, civic, and economic environment. Well, and I know, uh, Lachelle, Maya alluded to uh, all this information being on the the website for the ride, which we'll throw that out there right now is is ride r i d e dot y o w y o dot gov, and all of that information being out there to try to to get this get this ride moving and getting input, and so the piece that I think we all appreciate um, in and out of education is the idea that collecting information from everyone. So what's the plan? I know there's a survey out there and we can touch on that here in a, in, in a few minutes, but I know there's a survey out there, but what is the plan for that information? Well, once we get it, um, and besides the survey, how else are, are, is there any other ways that we're gathering that, you, that, that your team might be gathering information? Thanks, James. We've already conducted several interviews um, with associations and individuals who are interested in education, to just to name a few, the former superintendent of public instruction, the dean of the College of Education at the university, some of the associations such as the School Boards Association um, and the Wyoming Association of School Superintendents. We're speaking next week to the Wyoming Business Alliance and we will continue to reach out to those um, interested in education to get hear what they believe is working and what we need to improve. After the interviews, we did launch the survey in January and we'll leave that open until February 24th. After the survey is complete, we will analyze all of the data and then we plan to hold listening sessions around the state, five of, five of them. And those, those dates are to be determined. So as you suggested, I'd recommend individuals going back to the website or following following the ride on Facebook to find the most current information on when those listening sessions will occur. And then after all of that input is gathered, the ride advisory group members will take the data, analyze it, put together recommendations to the governor, which will then be forwarded to the legislature so we can work with them on any statutory changes that'll be necessary um, to to change our education system. Well, I just I just love the connection to following the ride because that's kind of what we do every week. We ride and we hope people are following us. So uh, following the ride goes hand in hand with with what we're talking about. So we've had lots of professional groups and now we've turned over uh, the, the, the survey, the ideas, because some of the best ideas may come from people that maybe their voice, they, they don't always feel like their voice is heard. So in essence, if they can get to some sort of internet connection on, on their phone or computer or whatever that device is out here in the, the prairies and mountains of, of Wyoming, they can share their ideas. And after looking through the survey for, for all of our, our listeners out there that haven't, it's nothing uh, complicated in, the, in that sense. It gives you a chance to just identify what background you come from, but then it gives you a chance to really give some information, open-ended questions uh, in the sense of not just multiple choice or do you like this better or like this better? What do you think's working? What do you think's not working? 
All those times we've sat around, all those people in and out of education that have sat around and said, why don't they do this in education? There's your opportunity. It's a, it's a great opportunity to have your voice heard and, and share those ideas. And so that gets me all excited because that's all we talk about uh, when we're out here riding around on our horses is how do we improve education? How do we, how do we keep the, the horses moving and, and, and make it better? And so with that, I know Maya's horse is bucking and, and, and getting away from her here. She's got to die to ask a question here. So, Michelle, you mentioned the leadership team and, you know, you're collecting information from practically everyone, right? And then you mentioned the legislature as far as moving into something that you would be connecting with afterwards. So my question is, you're collecting all this information, you're going to have this massive amount of ideas about how to reimagine education in Wyoming, then what? What's the next step? How are you going to turn that into some kind of an action plan? That will come through the data analysis that the advisory group does, and it will also take a lot of conversations with legislators to get them on board um, to look at what has been recommended by Wyomingites and um, then consider those changes as we move forward in thinking about how do we reimagine um, education from the ground up perhaps in Wyoming. So Michelle, as you're collecting all this information, you're gonna get you know, lots of different ideas, tons of different viewpoints, and you just mentioned building from the ground up. So is there potential to kind of wipe out Education, that's probably a bad word, but but clean out, put a blank slate in place and recraft education um, for Wyoming. And if so, I have to just side note, that's super exciting to me because working in the field of education and being connected to innovation, you know, sometimes it takes, you know, kind of breaking down all everything to build a new idea. And it sounds like you guys are kind of open for everything at this point. Am I understanding that correctly? That's absolutely correct, Maya. And I believe that the governor's hope is um, that we can really identify some really good ideas that will elevate Wyoming's education system into a position of national leadership. And part of this effort will also include researching proven practices perhaps that other states or other countries may have already tested that may be a fit um, for Wyoming as well. So I'll jump in here because you, the, the process of education has lots of, well, I, I don't know if I want to say obstacles or hoops or lots of checks and balances one way or the other. However, your perspective uh, as the listener out there, how you see that from we have local school boards to local local decisions at that level uh, we have a, a state department of ed and then we also have um, the legislature uh, as you touched on making statutory changes and and those those pieces so as as a listener out there as this ride continues and and that information is is brought in what would you share with, with, with our listeners as to how's the best way to not let all these ideas, these good ideas, just end up in, in the saddlebags on the horses and not getting 
implemented? Who do our listeners need to keep talking to as this process moves forward? That's a great question, James. They obviously can continue to speak with the RIDE members who include business, parents, um, former educators, but also I think talking to their legislative representatives is important um, so that their ideas that they feel are most important are carried through and possibly put into uh, legislative changes. Thank you. We always wonder why education takes such a, it's, it's time consuming to change. And, there, and there's lots of steps because every person has either been through education or has kids going through, edu- uh, through the education process. And so it's, it, it's very near and dear to, to most of us. And getting consensus is, is a challenge. You've got a lot of cowboys and cowgirls sitting around the table getting a lot more information from a lot more cowboys and cowgirls and, and trying to get all that information harnessed into some usable uh, direction is ooh, doggies that sounds like all sorts of a challenge but i i know your your team is is up to that and i know the governor is is a is a supporter and of education and keeping education moving not just staying where it is as we're kind of winding around here as, as our rides coming to towards an end is there anything else that we haven't touched on specifically that that you you think the your team would like to to share with the listeners uh, about the ride, about this initiative, about ways to get involved, any of those things. We'll just, we'll let the, we'll give the reins all over to you right now, Michelle. Well, James, I would just reinforce what the governor wrote in the ride charter. And that was that systematic change starts with communities building a vision for the future of education and engaging around their hopes for our students. And we need everyone's help to get started. And we do want, as the I have expressed throughout the conversation today, we want to hear from as many people as possible. And so we encourage you again to fill out the survey um, on the website, follow the ride on Facebook and tell us what's working, what's not, and then help us reimagine schools that will truly pave the way towards a better future in Wyoming. Well, Michelle, I I appreciate uh, you taking the time and I really appreciate your last the last statement in in the idea of what's working and, and not working, but really going back to the survey, going back back to this whole process about the ride, trying to find solutions. And we spend a lot of time in education putting up our armor and and taking complaints or taking shots, people taking shots, but not a lot of people offering solutions. So a group that is focused on listening to people and listening for solutions and new ideas and how to get there is awesome. It's it's powerful and it's invigorating to all of those of us in education. And so I th- th- this is exciting and I can't wait to see, uh, we'll have to get uh, yourself and, and some of the team members on for a follow-up later after the survey. And some of those results get uh, put together and share that information and, and do our part to keep the horses moving forward and keep the, the ride headed in that positive direction for all of us. I will throw out there right now, uh, just because we talk fast and the horses get moving, but that website again is ride.wyo.gov. So we will we'll get that in the in the 
uh, information with the with the podcast out there for you too. But if you haven't got to there, get to there. Get that information. Share it. Um, just like sharing and following and commenting on our podcast. Take, take that time to, to have your voice heard about where we should go in education. So once again, Maya, thank you. Lachelle, thank you for taking the time to join us. Thank you for allowing me to join the conversation today. And that means our ride is kind of came to an end. So let's head them up. Move them on. Move them on. Head them up. Head him up. Move him on. Cowboy on the run. <laughs>